Robots Radio presents Rated M for Mature. Welcome back, everybody, to the Download Weekly Gaming News, the show where we give you the DL on the latest in gaming every week in a small, bite-sized download. I am your fantastic, majestic, golden-maned host, Jameson. And I am your ruffle-feathered, Disappointed and upset host, Goose host, Brenna. Indeed you are. Quite a week it's been. Uh, I was just saying, because you do these damn intros, and now I gotta, like, be present? What is this? It's just a gift. It's just a gift that I have. So... Uh, thank you guys so much for your patience and your support last week. Thank you for all the uh, well wishes. Uh, it was it was it was quite a week more so for Brenna than it was for me, but uh, we survived. That's right. Still kicking. So, yes, yes. Brenna is a goose of few words, so I tend to speak on her behalf. You know, it just it takes a lot of concentration and effort to relay things. So I just it's too much effort. I don't. Uh, eh. That's how I'm at. Yes, I'm I'm very keenly aware. Uh, so with that, we're going to dive on in. We are sponsored by Loot Crate, Gamefly, Green Man Gaming and NordVPN. Uh, there's never been a net better time to protect your anonymity on the internet. Uh, so do yourself a favor, pick up NordVPN. It's just one extra thing, makes it that much harder for people to track you. Um, you can also do all sorts of fun and nifty things uh, with a VPN. So highly, highly recommend it uh, just because we all know how technology is. Stuff happens. People try and steal your stuff. This is a great way to prevent that. So with that, we're going to dive on in. Obviously, having been two weeks uh, basically since our last episode, we have a lot of stuff. And thanks to my superior brain, I have organized it all into a digestible fashion. Monk brain. Mm-hmm. Indeed. It's become the new thing, the monk brain. Find that, find that zen. I was just about to highlight that, by the way, like instinctively, I was just about to go like that, and I saw you do it. Uh, so it, first off, birds of a flock fly together, or something like that. Birds of a feather stick together. Something. There's a. I thought there was a flock. Fl I don't even know. I think there is, but I, I think it's feather. I was trying to think of one a gaggle. Flock trying together. to make a geese don't, one. Don't gaggle us. Don't. I wouldn't put us together with that word. Geese who gaggle, haggle together. I don't know. I don't like that. Um, I also don't like my Discord right now. I really don't like it at all. No, Discord. I forgot to do Audacity. 
I have things up, so we're covered. Fantastic. Um, so we're going to start with, we got a couple big topic points we're going to hit, and then we got some miscellaneous stories. So we got some PlayStation, Sony stuff. We got some Microsoft, Xbox stuff. We got a little bit of Nintendo, a but more like a pinch of Nintendo, a splash of PC gaming, and a healthy dash of movies and TV. So with that, we're going to get started. PlayStation has launched a new studio led by Jade Raymond uh, based out of Montreal. The studio will be called uh, Haven. And so it's... um, Basically, the whole thing is just they want to make more first party games, but they want to make more like wholesome and friendly titles and more uh, diverse titles. So I think it's a it's Jade is amazing. So I think the studio will do quite well. And most of Sony's Sony's first party studios nowadays are just phenomenal. So. Look forward to re- like relaxed, laid back games that you can play and, you know, just enjoy life. Sometimes you don't want to play something as stressful as Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, so she is very eager to hit the ground running. She has worked at Ubisoft, EA and Google. She's helped with both the Assassin's Creed watchdogs, and she is best known for her work on the Splinter Cell franchise. She has also worked on the Star Wars games at EA. And she briefly worked for Google in their first party studio before they fired everybody after just a couple months. Fantastic. So poor that that's unfortunate, but yeah, uh, actually it, is. <laughs> it sounds like her deal is very similar to uh, Kojima's deal with Sony. So good for her. The first PlayStation play at home games are now available. 10 games are available for you to download including, uh, what is that, Rezo, Abzu, The Witness, Enter the Gungeon, Subnautica, Moss, Astrobot, Paper Beast, and Thumper, with the big blockbuster title in April being free to download for a limited time, Horizon Zero Dawn. So all sorts of fun games. They also kicked off with a free digital copy of the 2016 Ratchet and Clank. Yeah which you can get through March 31st. So jump on it. I need to play Subnautica. It would be, you would like that a lot. Yeah. Especially since you liked Raft. I do like Raft. Uh, We all know that PlayStation has been working on VR. Well, they announced their first bit of it by revealing the next-gen VR controllers. And they have adapted triggers, haptic feedback, and a finger touch detection, just to name a few. Plus, they got this weird, like, cool orb-looking thing going on. It, I, it's kind of funky, but I dig it at the same time. You know what I'm thinking is that it's going to offset the weight in your hand, so it's going to feel like it's balanced properly. Yes, which Sony did amazing work with their... PSVR headset because and I've I've you know I used to do marketing for this for Sony for a little while uh for the PSVR when it came out and you know most VR headsets I've gotten to work with quite a few they're literally just like a brick that is bungee corded to your forehead 
and the PSVR headset was just so well designed, so comfortable, so adjustable, so well balanced and supported. So I think that PS5 VR will be only better. My only, only criticism of Sony is they need to make it work on PC. Uh, you could t- I mean I'm sure there's something you can download to make it work on your PC. They use proprietary cables on the oh. PS4 so yeah. you couldn't even plug it into your PC unless, you know. So, they need to not do that. They need to just make it available for everybody because it will sell better and it will make Sony that much more of a force in the VR world. Yeah. Because let's face it, PC is the home of VR. I mean, yeah, when titles like VR titles call for such power, you can only get so much out of your PlayStation, out of a console. Yep. Agreed. Sony has also purchased Evo, the uh, game tournament. They will be joining the Sony family with the first, their first owned tournament taking place this August. Um, so that's pretty exciting. It's a you little know, random. I think Sony is working towards getting into more of the esports market, and this is an easy way for them to do that. Yeah, I, I mean, it's only funny because PlayStation doesn't really have any like esports titles. Nope. Nope, they're all they're all PC titles. Every single esports game, with the exception of Call of Duty, but we don't really count that because it's Call of Duty. Isn't FIFA technically? I don't count FIFA either. FIFA's technically one of them. Yeah, Halo's technically one too. There's all sorts of yeah console based, but PC is the home of the popular esports games. There we go. The, the ones, ones that, that really the matter. ones that yeah the ones that people really watch <laughs> yeah League of Legends love- Valorant Dota CS:GO yeah. Rainbow Six shooters pretty much shooters and mobas uh, I love the old videos if you guys want a good kick go ahead and like look up the old school like championships for Call of Duty hilarious so good indeed. And Sony also announced uh, that in the next couple months, they will be shutting down the PS3, PS Vita, and PSP stores permanently. Uh, This has caused quite a fuss among the PlayStation community. Why it's causing such a fuss? I'm a little, I'm struggling to comprehend a little bit um, because I get that maybe these games are hard to get a hold of uh, physically. So the only way to get them is digitally, but also a lot of these games are available. Like the PS3 ones, especially are available on PS4. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Mixed if you, reactions. If you haven't bought a PlayStation three game yet, and you, the only way you can purchase it is through online I think you need to move on at this point. Agreed. It's been a long time. If you haven't collected all the things that you want to play there, I mean, there were a lot of games that came out on PlayStation three, but definitely not that many. No PlayStation three is 
not you can't even argue playstation 3 is the worst playstation generation i liked playstation 3 well think think about it worst of all the amazing okay sure least best greatest of all time okay hear me out so you got playstation original obviously that's the og it was a big jump in technology it was like the first real big console besides like the n64 and then xbox followed that then you get the playstation 2 that was like blue xbox out of the water mass effect started on that yep beautiful so then you get the xbox 360 the pinnacle of console gaming pinnacle and so tired of hearing this speech (laughs) hear me out so it was a big jump forward in console gaming we see a huge push to online and digital we see people partying xbox has the has perfected the xbox live online system and then sony comes out psn doesn't work for months after launch the game it's riddled with hacks there was a big there was two several large credit card hacks on the PS3, the exclusive titles just didn't really show up for some reason on PS3. And so it kind of, it, to, to me, it was the worst generation. And then boom, they come right back with PS4. They fix the PSN. They come out with all these huge first party titles. And Xbox just kind of lets the 360 die with the Xbox One. Yeah. And obviously the rest is history. So I think the PS3 is the worst generation. It had the most problems, the least amount of quality games. The competition was just better. I don't know about the least quality games. There are a lot of good games that came out. But I think what ends up clouding everyone's mind is only Halo. And that's Call of Duty. Call of Duty was on everything, though. It got it got PlayStation later. Everything Xbox that was like Xbox was on top of it. Everyone like it was like I remember when like talking with friends back then and it was like, do you want to play like single player games? Go play PlayStation. Do you want to play multiplayer games? Get Xbox. Yeah, like that was like Xbox was the place to play, you know, online. And that was it's pretty much the main reason it did well uh because xbox even had some nice like, first party titles 60 did get hacked yeah everything got hacked back then but what the f are you trying to say that playstation got hacked not xbox i didn't say xbox didn't get hacked i said playstation had two major hacks theirs were far worse than the xbox Actually, one. i think they were all together 2.5 million for both oof yeah oh jeez. yeah anyway uh so still ps3 worst of the greatness that is playstation opinion of yours whereas xbox i would only list the 360 as, as the best xbox console the only good Xbox console. I was going to say, opinion. there's no worse than best. There's only a good one, and then the rest are not that great. The original Xbox was interesting and innovative, but uh, there was nothing super special about the original Xbox. 
the and then they screwed it up. The 360 was perfection. Then yeah, then they screwed it up. I mean, just stopped. the the you know red light. That was unfortunate. Uh, they just stopped. It see it seemed like they stopped caring about games. They were like, we're number one, and they weren't investing in first party titles like Sony was. And I think that's where they lost it because then everyone was playing games on both systems. And so people made the choice, well, there's more there's more higher quality games on Sony than there is on Xbox. So I could just play those other games. I think Sony sorry, Sony. Microsoft definitely relied on the Halo and like Ratchet and Clank series to like kind of push them through. Uh yeah, and Halo tanked after Xbox 360 days. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. But now Microsoft is figured out the perfect formula and it's by all the amazing game studios and it's integrate everything into one entertainment platform that is xbox game pass so sounds like a monopoly to me i'm not gonna lie an argument can be made but you can also make the argument that sony is doing the exact same thing now so i mean it's they're branching into other forms of of um gaming not necessarily just buying up every single developer and that's the right thing to do is to microsoft sony needs sony is slowly starting to branch out finally and microsoft has been kind of branching out for years but in like the last three years four years they've really aggressively branched out we're just gonna buy everything yes and so they're just adding everything to Game Pass. So EA Play finally got added to Game Pass. I think the Ubisoft is coming to Game Pass as well. Uh, they just rebranded Xbox Live. No more. It's now called Xbox Network to kind of reflect the new generation of their online play. Because it's more than just Xbox Live was just online gaming. And Xbox has evolved so much further than that. And so I think Xbox Network is the the right way to approach it. It shows that they're more diversified now. I just don't, it doesn't, I'm so used to Xbox Live and it's, and it's like Xbox Live, two syllables, nice and clean, rolls off the tongue. Xbox Network, it doesn't, it doesn't sound as good. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely doesn't have that flow like Xbox Live did. Yeah. But uh, it'll get there. Yeah. Two nice things, though, that they're doing with launching Xbox Network is that you will no longer need a Xbox Network or formerly Xbox Live Gold subscription. I don't know why. Sorry, side note. I don't know why they still called it Xbox Live Gold for so many years after they got rid of the silver tier. And all you could do was purchase Xbox Live Gold. You know, I remember they didn't used to charge you for PSN. No. And that was the big draw for Sony and PlayStation was that you had to pay for online services. Yes, but and the, that's they why did. I wanted to get a PlayStation. Yes. It took a few years. It took actually a decent time. So funnily enough, the they introduced the PSN with the PlayStation 3. They didn't charge it for it during PS3, and then they realized, nope, this isn't good enough, and then they introduced PS4, and they started charging for it, and it got wildly better. Yeah. Coincidence? I think not. 
so with the new Xbox Live slash Xbox Network, you can now do party chat and uh, looking for groups without having to have a paid subscription. And if it is a free-to-play multiplayer game, such as Fortnite, the Battle Royale, you do not need a paid subscription to play free-to-play online games, which I think is the right call. Um, and then lastly, Microsoft is in advanced talks to purchase Discord. Bum, bum, bum. I really don't want that to happen. I really don't want it to happen either. Uh, they are looking to purchase Discord for $10 billion. That's hard to walk away from $10 billion, though. It's more than what it's more than double what Discord is valued at. Sure. And, and that is also two and a half billion more than what they just bought Bethesda for, which makes the Bethesda deal seem like a steal. Hilarious. Um, one epic game studio versus one online chat platform. Like how I feel like complete ass if I was Bethesda. Right. My thing is, I don't want them touching this because it's beautiful the way that it is without being monetized. Agreed. And Skype is just a terrible thing. And I don't want this to become anything it like what Skype be. was. And that's going to be annoying because then someone else is going to have to develop a free version and then we got to wait for it to get popular. And once it does, someone's going to buy it. So some things worth noting before you get upset. Uh, this is just one of many people that Discord has been talking to, many companies that Discord has been talking to in purchase agreements over the last couple months. Microsoft has just gotten the farthest because of their big number. Uh, additionally, people within Discord have stated that Discord would is more likely to go public to start becoming publicly traded on the stock market than to sell to another company. So um, I wonder why in the world they're doing this. It's not like they don't make enough to float. It drives up their IPO price. If they're being courted by one of the largest tech companies in the world and they're saying that Discord's worth 10 billion, I can take that directly to the stock market bank and say, they just said we're worth 10 billion. Let's raise that stock price. If Discord has an IPO, it's going to sell so well. Uh, and then it only makes them more valuable when they want to sell further down the line. Instead of a beasting, you know, if and when they release these stocks, we got to buy in. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And it's going to start at a high price and it's only going to climb. It's going to be a challenge. But yes, I'm all in on the Discord, Discord train. On the plus side, on the other side, if Microsoft were to buy Discord, I don't see, I see them taking the hands-off approach that they've been taking with all of their developers in purchasing. I see Microsoft saying, hey, We'll let you keep running Discord the way it is. We don't want to make any changes. I see them implementing bringing Discord to Xbox. Right. And I see them beefing up Discord's quality of service. Right. Because then Discord will get access to better servers because we all know Discord servers are absolutely trash right now. Mm-hmm. And not going to lie, I wouldn't mind paying a few bucks a month to use Discord if it's better. Nope. 
I no. No. There should be free things out there for people. No. You realize that I'm paying for this server? You're paying for a server, sure. That's what I'm saying. I don't mind paying for a server if it, if I can get better quality servers. I'm talking about servers, but I'm talking about just being able to chat and talk to you. Mm, no servers no. or anything like that. I think I think Discord will always maintain some sort of free use platform. I could see them monetizing the servers, which they well should, because anybody can just create a server and they could just create dozens of them. And it only hurts Discord's uh, server usage because they all have to be online somehow. Even if I haven't sent a message in months, it's still active. Um, so that's kind of how like TeamSpeak was. TeamSpeak, you could always use TeamSpeak, uh, but then you could pay for a server through like a third party. They would host it for you and you could do different things. So like I do the Discord Nitro yeah. on here to improve our audio and video quality. Yep. But uh, you couldn't tell, <laughs> unfortunately. No. No, you can't. Discord also just took a tank. It's saying I got 5,000 ping right now. Fantastic. Yeah, gotta love it. So, uh, thanks, Craig. That would be, that was also one thing I'd love for Discord to add. We live in the Zoom era. Discord needs local recording. Let me record my voice and video chats on Discord locally through Discord. I shouldn't have to use a third party bot or app. Zoom does it. Yeah. So moving along, uh, Nintendo okay, Switch Pro will be powered by a NVIDIA DL DLSS chip, and it will also have a 4K OLED screen. Pretty. Very pretty. Uh, the, the expected price uh is to be a 399 we don't know what other internal specs but uh sounds like quite an upgrade and i'm all for it considering that the console is almost four or five years old now yeah i mean that's kind of crazy though i mean if you upgrade it to that it'll output 4k visuals when it's docked into a tv mm -hmm. and then the handheld will be a uh, 720p but it will still have the 4k oled screen so but it's just right. the the size Right. So won't be as pretty, but it will be prettier than what it is now. That's fantastic. But also it's Nintendo. Like, what do I need that's 4K? Let's be real. I mean, you can buy movies on there, can't you? No. Not that I found. Interesting. So, I mean, games like I'm sure like games like uh, Breath of the Wild would be beautiful. So. I'm sure everything would be beautiful in 4K, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, diving into PC gaming, a recent beta driver for the NVIDIA RTX 360 that was meant to uh, limit the potential, the mining applications by reducing it by 50%, uh, unfortunately was able to be easily bypassed. Um, so... They're going to need to go back to the drawing board on that. But it's I appreciate that NVIDIA is trying to address the crypto mining problem because, you know, they could just take the normal big company approach and say, we don't care. We're selling oh, graphics cards. Yeah, I'm not doing it. 
But I think what the reason they're having to address it is because it hurts NVIDIA on the supply side, that because crypto miners burn through so many cards so quickly, um, there's constantly a high demand for cards that they can't fill. Right. So I think they're looking at it from a sustainability point. I mean, as far as a consumer, someone who is a video gamer, which is NVIDIA, is promoted as a gaming company for people that want to play video games. And yes, if crypto miners are buying all these graphic cards and all of your core customers are not getting the product that you want them to get, yeah, I would want to fix that as well. And plus, NVIDIA tries to be a good guy. Plus, with... AMD making steps every year to improve their graphics cards, it could just send people over to the competition. I mean, AMD is getting pretty damn close on, you know, passing NVIDIA, or at least getting close to NVIDIA. I think another two years, and that generation of AMD uh, cards will be very competitive with, which is impressive for amd because they used to just be frowned upon as the second tier to intel to nvidia now they've surpassed intel now they're working hard to surpass uh nvidia so complacency you can't you can't and they do it at such a great price point like oh you don't need to charge a stupid amount of money for a t-shirt all right it's a t-shirt it can cost you more than like a dollar to make and ship and everything. Get out of here. Additionally, with the just work from home COVID and the crypto mining uh, boom, there has been a worldwide shortage of semiconductors. And these semiconductors have impacted the production of graphics cards, the production of consoles, the production of cars, production of cell phones. And it's not that... Uh, it was only just a couple months that these semiconductor companies were down last year because of COVID. And there was plenty of product available. The largest company, which is like responsible for almost like half of the semiconductor market is based in Taiwan. And I think they were only shut down for like three months last year before they reopened a full operation. But just the overwhelming demand for all of these products has exhausted all of their invent, all their stock. So even though they're operating at full capacity, they're like having to, they're constantly being taken and there's just a high demand for more. So it's, it's reaching a crisis point and there needs to be solutions. And crypto mining is the easiest thing to go after because it's the most damaging. I was gonna say, it takes the most resources. And you know that these people that are crypto mining aren't recycling their electronics afterwards. They're just tossing them in the dumpster, which only further destroys our fragile planet. I just, the amount of electricity that you pull, the amount of just everything, resource that you use to crypto mine, it's like unethical. (laughs) Honestly, our planet is headed towards imminent doom within the next hundred years. The only... And there's nothing that we will do to stop it. Like, and I know this sounds morbid, uh, but literally the only chance I think at saving the planet we have is the fact that 
over 60% of the Earth's population is over 60 years old and will, you know, unfortunately pass away soon. Like, can you imagine just that in the next 40 years, we'll just lose 60% of the population? Nuts. I bet you everything's going to be fantastic. (laughs) I wonder how much, how many, how many countries are going to be struggling. I mean, jobs are going to be a thing, but you know, with the advances in technology, a lot of jobs have been reduced to a computer program or at least managed easier. So. Yep. Plus with uh, birth rates going down every year, we might uh, solve that over uh, population problem ourselves. Uh, and GameStop has finally decided to do something smart and get on the bandwagon and start selling PC gaming accessories, parts, and PC games. Uh, you know, better late than never, GameStop. <laughs> I'm sorry, are they going to sell game, like, codes for PCs? Because nothing has an optical drive. Correct. They will be selling digital codes. They'll be selling graphics cards, controllers, headphones, mice, keyboards, anything and everything. VR. Uh, Why which, they were doing this from the beginning, I do not understand. I don't know. I've seen Target now has yes. a little, like, section in their gaming area for it. it's very sad uh but it's it's a section i can acquire gaming parts there is that my first choice no even though i can get the same exact you know keyboard or mouse there that i could get at a you know tech store i, just, I don't i feel dirty buying that at a target yeah i'm gonna go to micro center first best buy am internet second best buy third there you go uh now we're gonna dive into movies and tv who in their right mind wants to make animal crossing into a horror film uh a live action horror film like this person has a twisted mind if they want to turn such a wholesome game into is it going to be like film. a Five Nights at Freddy's type of situation? I, I'm not really sure. There's not a whole lot of details yet on it. It sounds like uh, it's a short, so it's not a, uh, oh, a full length film. Apparently, the short film follows a young woman uh, who discovers a frightening video of a game character intent on crossing into the real world. So it's like The Ring. But oh, I don't like Animal that at all. The ring. I don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy that made this short is the same person behind uh, the movie Wanted, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, and Hardcore Henry. All right. So I, I mean, he's got two out of three of those are fantastic. Right. Uh, and in case you were wondering which one is not fantastic, it's Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> you know what's also fantastic, Brenna? Tell us what's fantastic. Cowboy Bebop, the live Indeed. action, is done recording, which is fantastic. Netflix has picked this up, and so there are a few people that are going to be um, noted on this, which is, uh, who is it, Wu? We had this pulled up earlier. Uh, John Cho 
John show. Totally off. Or is it Chew? We're terrible reporters. Uh, no. I'm pulling it up now. Go ahead. The casting is absolutely great. I think a lot of characters look very close to and seem like they would have the same sort of attitude as the original. What is this? 1998, I think. No, way before then. Yeah, it's it's old. I can't remember what year it came out. Oh, no. 1998. Nice. Good. Good poll. There you go. Uh, so Danielle Pineda. Uh, will be playing Faye Valentine. She uh, starred in all the last three uh, Jurassic Park movies. Uh, pretty good in that. I think this will be her first real big leading role. Uh, but she's she's got a good look for Faye Valentine. Uh, John Cho will be playing Spike. I gotta say, I love that casting choice. Like he can bring he can bring just a dash of silliness, but he's got like the seriousness and he's got the look. I'm very happy for him. I definitely think he can be like he's going to have to play up some of the like swagger, I guess, that he has. I can definitely see him getting the like kind of goofy side of it, but I feel like because there is kind of like an aloofness. Yeah, and I, I think he'll be able to I think he'll be able to. I can't wait in. to see his hair. Yeah, they're going to probably yeah. put some serious like long extensions in it. Yeah, I'm interested to see how uh, Mustafa Shakir does as Jet Black. It's a different deviation uh, from the character because in the uh, show, the character is obviously a very large man with a beard. And that is not the person they cast for this role uh but i'm always open to anything if he can fulfill the role well who cares i think the uh, the most important thing to note is that um ein is going to be on this and they actually have confirmed a corgi to be on the cast <laughs> excellent and then two other characters, Chalmers and Vicious, are being played by uh, Jeff Schultz and Alex Hassel, who are both great actors uh, in TV. So I'm I'm excited for this show. I think it's going to be really, really good. Uh, so, a random side note that I just thought, you know who would have been an amazing casting choice for Jet Black? Hmm. Jack Black. Okay, Jack Black would have needed to to slim down and like bulk up. He a wouldn't bit. need to slim down that much. Jet is a bigger dude. Like, he is bigger, like, but he's fit. That's true. But with Jack's beard right now, he looks like a Jet. He kind of does. Yeah, I think this guy will have the same personality. I think it'll look good. I think it will too. It'll feel right. Yeah. So very excited for that show. Uh, Cowboy Bebop is one of the all-time greats. Uh, Mortal Kombat, obviously very hard wanted number one priority to be rated R for obvious reasons. It's Mortal Kombat. Please don't try and make anything not rated R. Jeez. It's like it's like Deadpool not being rated R. It's just... I thought that they had re-released that movie. I... I... Anyways, that was a terrible... They had, like, a non-rated R version. I remember that. It was just it was just not the same. It was so weird. But I think that was the point. It was to be a joke. Yes. Uh, 
the Avatar The Last Airbender is getting several series and movies added to it with um, Nickelodeon kind of co-sponsoring a new studio with uh, the original creators of the series. So they haven't released any details about what we can expect to see, but uh, my guess is we could probably see more of the classic team Avatar probably in their 20s trying to figure out life relationships post fire nation rebuilding the world i think would be amazing yeah it seems like they might do some mini shorts on those things and uh one of avatar kyoshi but mm-hmm. also that their main attraction will be a new earthbender avatar because that's the next in the rotation i'm curious which they could fast forward another couple hundred years or a hundred years and that would put them in a more modern era and so you would start seeing um i think the idea is they want to do a sand bending avatar and that would be like the earth sand sand benders which are technically earth um yeah we see a little bit about them but not a whole lot and so that is something that needs to be explored because we've seen a lot about, you know, people um, lightning and metal work and but not a lot of sand. And we've seen a lot of bloodbending, too. Yeah, because it was 70 years between uh, Last Airbender and Korra and obviously a lot advanced through then. They had like trains and airships and, you know, no spoilers. But at the end, they had a giant robot. So I feel like they have to do a fast forward because well they have to because Korra has to to die (laughs) but yeah it would be very peculiar to see what the shape the world is in yes um and I think the I think they have to have another global war if they move that far forward like and that get that much more advanced right I think it would be very interesting to see them show a world in which bending has started to fade hmm like a drought like a bending drought i mean amon was already trying to do that yeah but like a world where there's just less every year less benders are being born just for whatever reason and so it's like people you know like so then we start to see guns and things like that would be very interesting to see a clash of the more real world with the bending world yeah that would be interesting i don't know how the nickelodeon would be able to pull off a lot of guns it's not very uh wholesome no but you know Uh, what else isn't wholesome and i don't care because i'm super excited about it what berserker the keanu reeves inspired comic is now becoming a movie and an anime and an anime it will be getting a Netflix anime uh, starring Keanu Reeves as his character. And then there will also be making a live action movie starring Keanu Reeves. Uh, it's kind of like that movie they did uh, with uh, Charlize Theron, Old Guard, where he, Keanu Reeves plays this like immortal warrior that's just been constantly fighting wars and battles for his entire life. Right, and has some memory issues. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys can get a chance to pick up Berserker, pick it up in your local comic book shop, game, whatever, anything. 
it is incredibly violent and graphic. It reminds me of uh, reading Wanted or uh, the Watchmen graphic novels. Yeah, definitely. It's very, very bloody, very gory. So it's only the first issue. So I'm curious to see what happens. Uh, the second yeah. issue should be coming out here in a couple weeks. Yes. Resident Evil is also getting another movie installment into the franchise. Uh, this, however, will not be overriding any of the pre previous Resident Evil movies. It will simply just be focusing on a different part of Resident Evil, and it will be focusing more on the video games. So the movie is currently titled, could change, is currently titled Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, and it will be sent, uh, basically, it will be the Resident Evil 2 movie with Leon, Claire Redfield, Chris Redfield, Jill Valentine. Um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be pretty intense. It's going to be it's going to be there's there's going to be some cussing in here. This is a legit quotations. Creepy as fuck. Yep. But the amount and of CGI that people can do these days, I nah, nope. And the movie will be focusing on two locations, the Spencer Mansion from uh, the first Resident Evil and the police station from Resident Evil 2. So it's just going to be like a trapped in the house kind of fight your way out. Events over one night. God, if they add Mr. X in there. Oh, my God, I might actually jump out of my chair because, you know, there's going to just be a part where he's just going to kick down a door or something or bust through a wall. and You know how many, like, jump scare faints? Like, they're going to faint. Like, there's going to be a jump scare, but there won't be. And then because all of a sudden, the out game. of nowhere. Yes! That's what they did in the game. And then out of nowhere, when there shouldn't be a damn jump scare, there was one. Like, can we take a second to acknowledge that? Like, they added things. So, like, if you looked in the direction of certain objects, they would move. Like, if there was a body hanging or, from the ceiling, yeah. you kind of looked up. Dude, my Discord is just, again, it has to be Discord because my, my Wi-Fi is, is solid. But uh, anyway, we'll keep moving on. I'm actually very excited for this movie. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima has been greenlit to begin developing a movie, and it will be helmed behind the creative mind that directed the John Wick uh, movie. I think that's perfect choice yeah, for Ghost I of Tsushima. Agree. I agree. Especially if they bring in the John Wick style of action, filming the action, where they do it one fluid cut as a samurai movie. Ugh. it's gonna be good i'm curious to see what filtering and lighting and things that they do and how they take that because that whole the black I, they better transition into black and white old school during certain things because that's like the whole thing you know what i would love kill is Bill. if the opening scene of the movie was black and white classic japanese and then it, it, you know, it was some sort of event to kind of set the scene. Then it shifted to color for the rest of the movie. I think that would be. Something. There's got to be something. Yeah, agreed. There has to be some sort of nod. 
And if that movie does right, oh my God, that movie could easily become one of the top, top grossing movies ever made, just with how well Ghost of Tsushima the game did, how well it was received in Japan. Right? Could you imagine Japan watching it? Oh my God. That that's a movie. Uh he's gonna have, the director will have a lot of pressure, but I mean John Wick was just it was phenomenal, and I'm hoping that this guy, I don't know anything about him uh, other than he makes great movies, that he somewhat has played the game or at least enjoys video games. That would be nice. Agreed. Agreed. That would give me more faith. Uh, yeah. I know who they should uh, cast to play. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the I can't remember the main character goes to Tsushima starts with a J, but uh, I know who they should uh, cast to play him. And who is that? It is. I want to make sure I get his name again. Uh, Hiroyuki Sanda. You are just obsessed with this person. Come on. You cannot look at him and tell me he is not perfect. You're racist. <laughs> I'm Excuse messing me. with you. Excuse me. We'll just yeah. go find a white guy to play a <laughs> Japanese samurai. You know they would. I mean, we do it with so many different things, with so many different characters. I mean, Jet Black. That is not the same. This is a cultural thing. It's samurai Japan. That wouldn't make any sense. That's like when they did the whole, there are female black Nazis. Like, that just doesn't make sense. <laughs> It's, it's what they it's what they do when it comes to casting. They have uh, weird agendas, but uh, no, Hiroyuki Sanda would be. They probably have to go with someone younger, but he. They can't make a Japanese samurai movie without him. Like he's just he's one of the all time. No, no, no. He's just one of the all time greats, and he's been in so many Japanese films. Like he's just he's perfect. Anyway, we'll move on. Um, this is a long episode. <laughs> you have ranted for a decent portion of this episode. You've ranted right there with me, or contributed. The, the, um, the poke the bear. In the Snyder Cut of Justice League, people have spotted a halo emblem on Deathstroke's sword, and it's supposed to be the logo of Ra's al Ghul or the League of Assassins, but it actually looks like the uh, a modified version of the Halo logo, very, very slightly. And it even uh, garnered a response from the man who created the logo, along with many other Halo emblems, twenty years ago. Uh, so that's a God. That's a mistake. Someone, someone effed up. Yeah, I mean, it was like. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, glyphs kind of can look this similar. I mean, that's identical. Someone effed up. I mean, I'm sure they were just like free drawing glyphs over and over and over again. And then that one came to their mind. But you know how many people had to look at that? Someone Googled something. Someone was Googling. No, no, no. This is what I'm thinking. Oh, is okay. that someone who has is a fan of Halo 
that also is doing drawing for this is just writing glyphs over and over again and subconsciously have written the halo. And then, yeah, but there was a ton of people that had to have seen that. It had to go through casting. It had to go through, like someone had to prepare this prop. Several of these props, because there was probably a few. Several, yes. Yeah. Yep. Stuff happens. All right, let's, let's blow through the rest of these. Uh, Fall Guys is getting an Among Us crossover, so they will have mysterious features and unique costumes. I think it's adorable and it's going to be amazing. They better make an Among Us game mode. Uh, once again, a Twitch streamer uh, has told people to get out of her channel if they can't afford to pay to watch. And in a chat channel, it's a chat channel and titties feature quite prominently i mean yeah in this video where she's like if you can't pay you like get off of my stream like i can't handle this person i mean and that's like a that top is like designed for maximum like to give you an idea that's like a club top like if you had to think of like a stereotypical like club no, wear this is what i'm thinking okay it's a triangle bikini with a little bit of extra material on the bottom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, which that's supposed to be a bannable offense on Twitch. That's too little clothing. Meh. I'm pretty sure everyone's going to be leaving this person's stream, so sucks to be them. Don't be stupid. Yes. Which apparently uh, she also tweeted telling people to stop ejectifying her. <laughs> so that's, you know, just icing on the cake. Um, Rockstar implemented that patch that a player developed to fix game load times. And they thanked him and also paid him $10,000 for the patch. Cool. I mean, they didn't have to pay him. So that was nice of them to do because he did make a mod for the game. And technically the company owns all rights to any modified code because it's their code. So. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. So good on Rockstar. You got to. Well, I mean, it was a mod that now they have reworked into a patch, I'm sure. Yes. But still like there's like the way like the way mods are allowed is because the developer has made it so, like, you know, that you can right. edit the no, game. No, I understand code. that. But for a mod, you have to go and seek it out, download it, that type yeah. of a thing. Patch automatically updates your game. Correct. So good on Rockstar for adding that mod into their game as official patch and paying the guy. Uh, Google has followed suit of Apple and reduced their uh, cut on their app store to one to 15% for the first 1 million. Uh, both Google and Apple are now doing that in an effort to help uh, small businesses slash developers, which is the right call. I still think they should lower the 30% because they're really not offering much uh, anymore. So, but I mean, at that point, are they? It's server related, it's maintenance and traffic, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I still can't rationalize 30%, but. 
I'm not saying that maybe 30%, but I could see the reasoning for it being extra. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Um, Activision Blizzard has let go uh, 50 people from their live events team, which is the people that handle their esports. Supposedly, it was also it was up to 200 people worldwide at a bunch of their other studios, but it was 50 50 people here, uh, which is very disappointing. But they did give them. Uh, I think they gave them three months of severage severance pay so they got their salary for three more months after they got let go and they did uh say they would continue to provide or you know pay for their medical care support you know their medical plan for an additional year after or until they got a new plan so that that's good but the one thing they shouldn't have done but that they did was as part of the severance package, they gave the employees a $200 gift card to the Battle.net store. I mean, okay. Um, I don't think I would want that. That almost feels like a big F you. I can understand that. Would, that would be salt give, in the wound. Yeah, pack it in there, put some duct tape on top. Like, we're sorry we let you go. Here's $200 to spend on our in-game store on Call of Duty or World of Warcraft or any other microtransactions for the numerous games we have. It's a little salty. I would sell that on eBay. Probably can't. Probably tied to your account because they only hire people that are diehard Blizzard fans. So it's probably tied to their Blizzard account. Um... Additionally, the CEO, uh, Bobby Kochik, whatever this douchebag's name is, uh, received is going to receive a $200 million bonus uh, due to the company's exceptional performance the last year. And it is worth noting that this announcement came the same week as uh, they let go all of these people. It's apparently a clause in his contract he won't receive it until june uh it's just it's unfortunate timing that he received it and what's also unfortunate is technically activision blizzard didn't really do anything for him to earn this that the company sure 2019 they had a 2019 in the first part of 2020 they had a great year with modern warfare but other than that, they're down across the board. Like they're they're not performing well. Their stock though has been up, and that's what's triggered it. Uh, is it all has to do with the company's uh, stock prices and their financial position? So, if he was a good CEO, he would turn it down. But uh, no one's going to turn down two hundred million. I mean, if he's a good CEO, he wouldn't turn it down. A bad CEO would turn it down. So. <laughs> In that mind, we'll say that the CEO of Nintendo is a bad guy for foregoing his salary for many months, so that way he didn't have to lay off any of his employees. And it's also worth noting that Sony, due to their record year of 2020, have announced that they will be providing $70,000 in bonuses to all of their employees. Meanwhile, that's you know Japanese company. American company over here is firing all of their employees and giving their CEO 
a $200 billion bonus. And he's also the third highest, like one of the top 10 highest paid CEOs in like the US. Yeah. Yeah. And there's about a 300% wage gap between his salary and a regular entry-level employee salary. Yes. This is America. Uh, on top of that, they have announced the new title in the Call of Duty franchise, and everybody hates it. It's Call of Duty World War II Vanguard. It is a sequel to the one of the worst-rated Call of Duty games in the last decade, Call of Duty World War II, also developed by Sledgehammer Games. So, why? Don't. Why? I hope they just. I hope it's just done. I'm done with Call of Duty. I hope no one buys it, because the World War II game was terrible. Like it, it sold so poorly. Uh, and this needs to be the nail in the coffin. It. Yes. Um. Additionally, one of the former co-creators of Warcraft and Starcraft, the RTS franchises, is making a is going to be launching this April a Kickstarter for a D&D uh, campaign sourcebook uh, called Ouroboros Coils of Serpent. And it is set in a fictional uh, high fantasy steampunk location within uh Faerun. So it'll be something pretty unique, something not really seen before in uh any like official D&D or unofficial D&D content that's been this big. Yeah, so, D&D yeah. has I mean obviously with the fact that video games have been getting more and more popular and the fact that most of Hollywood started out being D&D players and now it's more acceptable to show that and so, yes, I feel like more and more people are uh, going to do I like I like that these things are becoming mainstream, but at the same time, I hate it so much. If I see I'm a nerdy D&D girl, I did that. I'm going to lose it. It's like, no, you're only doing that because it's, quote, cool. So additionally, D&D is also getting a new video game called Dark Alliance, which will be a four player co-op kind of hack and slash uh, game. It looks super fun coming out in June. Go check it out. Uh, Riot is also dismissing allegations of sexual misconduct against their CEO. Brenna dug pretty in depth into that article, so I'll let her quickly summarize it. I was leaning back and everything. I know. That's why I had to bring you back up. God. Um, Yeah, so a third-party lawyer company has come in and found no allegations uh, or nothing confirming the allegations that he was uh, sexually assaulting, verbalizing, things like that, harassment. Uh, they actually, Riot Games has started to file things against the plaintiff for uh, harassment, uh, ironically enough, saying that she was witnessing potential uh, witnesses, or sorry, witnessing, harassing, and harassing potential witnesses. Um, she was apparently offering compensation for testifying on her behalf. Uh, she encouraged other people to file lawsuits against him or at least join her own lawsuit against him, despite the fact that none of these people have said that they had anything to do with him. 
and that um let's see what else they say on here it's also worth noting that this is this is evidence that riot has it's not just riot saying this this is a full investigation that has now been opened and that they're trying to get expedited into a court system so this will be a i don't think it's a countersuit i think it's just a new lawsuit i think so So, yeah lots of just i guess bullying around for those of you that didn't know valheim uh has reached five million vikings within the game and it was started originally in 2019 just a couple of friends i think it was like five or six people that made the game and so obviously it has grown very fast very large and there is one poor woman who is handling who is managing the Valheim community and I just want to remind you people be like normal stop being weird stop being assholes like she has talked about how you know she's received so many like kind messages of people thanking you know her and the team for such an amazing and heartwarming game but then she's also received threats because she's a woman she's received just random messages expressing people expressing their undying affection for her and all sorts of other weird stuff and yeah Stop it. Person, okay, so this is the thing. You think it's funny, it's like a game, right? Thing that guys do all the time. This woman is getting like three to five hundred of these emails every single day. You're not original. And I guarantee you anybody getting that amount of like BS, regardless of who they are or where they are, that would just be tiresome. It's also worth noting too that she's also managing the Valheim Discord community with over a hundred thousand members. So yeah, people, knock it off. None of that is okay. None of that is okay. You got nothing nice to say, keep it to yourself. Yeah, I mean, and she's also a 3D artist, as yes. well as managing everything else. Yes. Uh respawn entertainment has been nominated for an Oscar. They're one of the first developers to uh be nominated for this it has to do with a short film that they made while working on uh or short documentary they made while creating the vr shooter medal of honor above and beyond um it involves uh them interviewing some survivors of world war ii and um yeah pretty pretty dang cool they would be they would be the first game studio to be receive an oscar Pretty exciting. Uh, Epic Games Launcher has gotten a major update. And uh, to summarize it, it's a start. They're adding more basic features that every other platform has. So good for them. Welcome to 2013. Um, Hogwarts Legacy. Delayed. Give me what I want, damn it. Nope. You have to wait a whole nother year for Hogwarts Legacy. Honestly, I don't even care. I don't believe in any release dates anymore. Uh, and following that delay earlier this year, Batman Gotham Knights has also been delayed to 2022. So, 
2021 will be the year of few games releasing and it will be a great time for you to catch up on your backlog. So I think any game that's been in development for a number of years should still release in 2021 that I think COVID would have slowed down like development for 2020. So all those games that should have come out in 2020 should come out in 2021. Barring, you know, no ridiculousness. Uh, The major long promised cyberpunk 1.2 patch is finally coming out in the next couple weeks. Uh, It's just fixing just a tremendous list of things. Like, good God, it's a long, long list, and it's much needed. But unfortunately, uh, Cyberpunk will need a lot more than fixes of glitches and bugs to redeem that game. It needs content. It needs content that was supposed to be in there from the beginning that they cut out because they couldn't release it in time. That whole game. There's going to be an amazing documentary someday on the disaster that was that game. And that'll be Anthem before that. Nah, no one cares about Anthem. Uh, Additionally, the senior gameplay designer of Cyberpunk has resigned uh, in the midst of all this with no announcement about where he's headed or what he will be working on next. He began his career as a QA tester for uh, Witcher 3 Wild Hunt before working his way up and eventually becoming the lead on the game design unit for Cyberpunk. So that doesn't bode well. Uh, the Chinese have busted a major hacker ring worth $750 million in China, and the 10 people that they have arrested will be going to prison for a long time, which does not bode well for them. Which means they're probably going to labor camps, never to be seen again. Amazon Games has also launched a new studio in Montreal. Bren has given me the glazed-eyed, stare-over, finish, I-want-to-be-done look. Uh, the team will be is one uh, will be added to the three other uh, studios of Amazon Games, and it is being led by the former development director of Ubisoft Montreal, the former creative director of Rainbow Six Siege, the... F- former creative director of Rainbow Six, and the former brand and esports director of Rainbow Six. Sounds like they're going to be making a competitive multiplayer shooter. All bets are on that. And lastly, with the upcoming release of Resident Evil 8 Village, it is not surprising that cardboard cutouts at stores have surfaced of the Lady Demestru, and she is, you know, just a reminder, nine feet tall. Oh, it's life size. It's actually to scale. I love it so much. Y'all are so People are going to steal them. Yes, that's what I honestly was thinking. When I saw this title, I was like, they're already stolen. I, I want to steal one. I, want I know one. you do. I bet you they're going to be like on high security. I'm going to put it outside your window one night. <laughs> Don't start that war, sir. <laughs> Uh, We're going to skip over game release dates because this is already long and there isn't frankly that many games. So April 1st is the next big game. Outriders, we'll see how that does. Also this week, 
uh, on the 31st is Godzilla vs. Kong. So that's going to do it for this week. Thank you to everyone for being so patient and supportive with us. It was a crazy week last week. Thank you to those who support us on Patreon, T-Nugget, Dr. Brandroid, Durka, Poolfire93, Miller, Cyber Shorty, Old Stray Dog. You guys know where to find us. We are starting our design project this week. Very exciting. So lots of big changes happening the next two months. So stay tuned. We'll see you next time. Good luck. Have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose. Looking for an RPG podcast that isn't just D&D? Roll to cast is the answer. No, no, wait, sorry. What games have we played so far? Well, we've done Cyberpunk 2020. What does it mean to have a voice? And there's going to be something big coming, Chumba. Hey, if you're listening, I won. I beat you. You suck. There was a time when we were slamming things against our phones and... <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade. Chloe, Sam. You can't use those words! He's gonna grab Vincent, press him against the wall. I'm mesmerizing. This is Adelaide's Anarch movement. First out of your chair, your hand goes to your gun and you draw. Hulk Cthulhu. Told you I had it. Oh, we've all got the creeps going. I love it so much. Right there. Screechy child. <laughs> my favorite daughter. Maybe after what we just seen, we're feeling a bit trigger happy. And the new Cyberpunk Red. Babe, you're good, but. Thought maybe you might be able to give me a counter-off. Straight through his neck. I don't see bone either, but I'm not gonna look. My leg's fine. I always knew you wanted to fly, kid. Come find me. Roll to cast. R-O-L-E. A new game every season. Original music. Original stories. Interviews with the creators. And delightful Aussie accents. Listen to us on all good podcatchers. Even support us on Patreon for bonus content. That's Roll to Cast. R-O-L-E. Come discover a new world. Have you ever wondered how deep the Elder Scrolls lore rabbit hole goes? Have you got a grasp of the basics and want to find out more about the universe? Written in Uncertainty is here to help you. We'll be mixing in philosophy, theology and whatever other theory is useful with Elder Scrolls texts to untangle some of the biggest questions in the series, like what are dragon breaks, how does Chim work, where did the Dwemer go and more. Check us out at writteninuncertainty.com or find Written in Uncertainty on any podcatcher. Thanks for listening and catch you later in the grey maybe of Tamriel.